Hello and welcome to the Hope Smiles podcast. My name is Jeff Atwood. We're glad that you're joining us. This is um, the second episode of our podcast and, and we're, we're here to to share about the work that we do. Hope Smiles is a not-for-profit. We're based here in the Nashville, Tennessee area. And, and every day our focus as an organization is on awakening hearts and transforming lives through dentistry around the world, using the, the tools and the skills and the resources and the training and the empathy of, of dental professionals um, to, to change lives. And, and we do that um, in Uganda, we do that in Haiti, we do that around the United States. And, and we feel that, that the way to, to use those skills, the giftings that God has given us is to, is to, is to bring the people together, to, to encourage them, to lead them, to challenge them, and provide resources that allow them to speak into people's lives, to awaken hearts, <clears throat> to transform lives. And that's, that's what we do around the world and it's sort of the, the, the underpinning of all that the the basis for all that is 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 the, is certainly the empathy but but we believe it to be generationally sustainable we have to be anchored in the commitment to developing the next generation of rural health leaders we have to be developing that that next group of people who will lead in this space and expand it and so the purpose of our podcast is is to share some of the experiences that we've had some learnings some things that have gone well, some things that maybe didn't go as well as we'd hoped, and and so that we can all one another learn from from each other on how we can be more impactful in the world. And so today I'm joined by um, our Ugandan director, Dr. Ryan Shinska. Dr. Shinska, hello. Hey Jeff, how are you? I'm well, thanks. How are things in Uganda today? Very good. Warmer than where you are, I bet. <laughs> I'm sure that it is. I'm sure that it is. Yeah, it's uh, it's today. It's uh, 24 degrees in Nashville, Tennessee. So I'm I'm certain that you are warmer than we are. That's correct. Excellent. Well, today or last last episode, we we sort of set the stage on on how the the Hope Smiles work began in Uganda, specifically about how Ryan got there and began the work and how it all started in his garage and 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 led to the to the point where we're now seeing 15,000 patients a year between the dental center, which is headquartered in Jinja, and then, you know, out into the outlying areas um, beyond Jinja through our outreach team. And so, but the reason that is only able to happen is if you have an organization that is, that is centered and, and solidly built on, um, a mission and a vision and, and, and well-communicated values. And so we're going to, we're going to talk to that today and, and, and let Ryan walk us through sort of what has happened at the Hope Smiles um, clinic in, in Jinja and how that's spread across his team. And hopefully there'll be something in that that you can take back to your team and to your organization, to your church, to your practice, to whatever it may be. And, 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 learn from from what we have done and so ryan walk us walk us through kind of just take us back to the beginning when, when the organization was forming in in uganda and 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 tell us kind of how this mission vision values sort of came to be for hope smiles in uganda sure uh well the organization was basically just me in uganda you know certainly i had to i wanted to come up with something that like a vision statement, a mission statement that was going to keep me going through the inevitable 
you know, hardship and, 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 and desert seasons that were inevitably going to come um, on this journey and, and that do inevitably come on this journey. Um, and, and certainly part of that, um, being, a, being a foreigner here in Uganda, um, I wanted to make sure that it was clear, that it, that it was concise and, and, and compelling. Um, so I wanted to you know, have it be, be simple and compelling. And that, that, that was really kind of the guiding principles of, of being able to communicate well and, and, and uh, invite people along on this path that, that God has me on. And, and, and we walk the path together. Um, now, I'll certainly developing and kind of fleshing that out, um, I, I'm going to filter that always through, through my faith as a Christian. And uh, as a Christian, I know that, that the vision for my life and for any organization that I'm a part of, it, it, it should be sacrificial. Uh, it must be sacrificial. Um, because that's God, God himself, uh, you know, gave his son to, to save me, to save my soul, to give me freedom, to allow me to know him. And, uh, and, and, and Jesus calls me to carry a cross and, and, and to sacrifice and, and to use the blessings and gifts and talents that I've been that, that, that he's given me and God has given me and develop them and share them and, and and I know that as a Christian you know throughout the God's history in the world that that he will always bless people to send them out and bless others um, so as, as we were as we were developing this you know those were kind of the guidelines that I was thinking about okay about what, what, what what's gonna be like the the, the true north for our team and, and, and really for me, and what am I going to filter all the opportunities that are going to come in front of me um, here in Uganda? How, how am I going to filter that? Um, also, an, another thing, you know, kind of along with that is that it should, it should stir my soul. And, and, and it should stir the soul of anyone that, 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 that reads it and comes into contact with it. Um, it should light a fire in my belly. Um, because... because that's that thing that's, that's going to keep us going when, when on the days when we inevitably wake up and we feel like crap and there's a million things going wrong. Um, another thing, like uh, recognizing that, that as a Christian, this should be sacrificial and it should stir my soul. Um, pursuing it, 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 should, it should stretch me. It should stretch my faith. It, it shouldn't be something that I can do just, just by, you know, doing a little bit extra, you know, for a year. It should be something that, 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 that it's only going to take place if, if God really comes through. Um, and, 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 that, and that if that it doesn't make any sense to pursue unless God's involved. It, it just can't be about me. I don't think God calls us to make just small plans. I think he calls us to, to, to know him first and foremost. And the best way to know him is to be totally desperate and recognize our need for him each and every day. And, and how desperately our hearts need him. Um, so that's, that, that, that was kind of the, the, the genesis of, of working through like the why. And, and certainly that's what we always talk about here is, is why. Why are we developing what we're, what we're doing? How are we doing what we're doing? And, and, and really that's where we landed on, okay, well, we want to develop clinics. That we want to develop, uh, we want to transform lives through quality, compassionate dental care in previously unreached communities all over Uganda. And the only way to do that um, to, to, to develop, uh, to transform lives all over Uganda is by developing leaders. And the best way to develop leaders is by speaking to the most important part of a leader's body, which is the leader's heart. So 
that's where we really landed on, on our vision is to awaken hearts and mobilize a global community of leaders to restore hope and transform lives through dentistry. And, and our mission is that we develop and empower servant leaders to restore hope and transform lives through quality, compassionate dentistry in previously unreached communities throughout Uganda. I think I think Ryan, you hit on it right there at the beginning. So often, we want to we want to jump into the what? What are we going to do? What are we going to do? What are we going to do? And and if we don't settle the why, if we don't understand the purpose, you know, the the true reason for what we're doing, we end up just chasing our tails, right? Sure. Amen. And so I think that for, for organizations that are, that are, that are beginning to, to, to look to serve in places that they haven't served before or for um, people that are exploring the next steps in their life, it's, it's not, to your point, Ryan, it's not just, all right, I'm good at X or Y or Z. I'm a good mechanic or I'm a good dentist or I'm a good, you know, insert your particular skill set here. It's not just that skill that skill that you have, but there has to be a why there has to be a driving purpose. that says, this is why God put me on this earth. And this is why I'm doing what I'm doing. It has to go back to the why. Absolutely. So, so how, how do you take that? The why, sorry. So, so you, so you develop the why, the personal why, Sure. As it were, because you know, I mean, you, you're initially one guy in your garage. How do you, how do you take the why, and then cascade that out a little bit to be um, accessible and meaningful to a team? We want to share the vision again, clearly, simply, um, with in, in, in the context of quality, loving relationships. Um, so, so what does that look like practically then, Ryan? So, so it's not just a, it's not a poster on the wall, right? It, it's not a, it's not a, you know, picture of an eagle soaring over a lake saying rise up and be spectacular, right? What, what does that look like practically for you and your team? That, that is a good idea for a poster, by the way. I'm going to flip that. Yeah, I think, it, I think, it, I think it's been done, Ryan. Yeah, oh, I think it's been right. done. Um, we probably probably could find pretty, plenty of places, you know, so. yeah, plenty of places in Uganda to take a picture like that. But okay, um, but so so, but what does that practically look like for you and your team? You 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 set this true north. Sure. You said this is this is who we are, and and this is this is why we're going to do what we do. How do you how how do you day to day live that out and and not make it the the sore like an eagle poster? Well, I mean, it, it starts when you're bringing people on, onto the team. Um, it has to start there because, you know, every, everyone that's listening to this knows that, that work is hard enough, um, especially, you know, the work we've been called to here in Uganda. And we owe it to, to the people on our team or who are interested in joining our team to, to lay out a vision that, that's clear so, that, so they know what they're getting involved with. Um, because our, because the vision and the mission isn't going to change. Our standards aren't going to change. Our values aren't going to change. So practically, it just starts through the through you know the, the onboarding or hiring process. When when I'm bringing someone onto our team, I owe it to that person to clearly lay out where we want to go. And 
if I'm not clearly laying out where we want to go and, and then I bring them onto the team and I'm trying to take them to a place where they don't want to go, well, that's my fault. Um, so it, it just starts simply with, with the hiring process during the interview process is everyone during their first interview is going to receive a, 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 a booklet that we have here that, out, that details our vision, our mission, our core values, and some basic standard policies that we use to guide us here. Um, so, so that's where it starts practically. And then from there, you know, assuming that, that people, uh, you know, that, that they want to join in and, and, and join us on this journey, and certainly we want, we want them to join us on this journey as well, and then we find a match, um, we need to relate everything we do to our vision and to our mission and to our values. If I'm doing something throughout the day, whether it's, you know, typing an email to a, to, to a potential partner or making a phone call to, to a patient or, you know, wiping down a chair or picking up a, a, a piece of, of garbage that, that might be uh, floating around outside the clinic as I'm walking in, I should be able to explain to anyone that's around me how what I'm doing right now actually relates to the vision and the mission and our, and our values. And if I can't do that, then why the heck am I doing it? And, uh, and as, as, as we're training our, you know, our, our basic competencies and standards, we need to, we need to train those standards and, and, and the daily responsibilities our, our team is going to have um, in relation to the vision, the mission, and our core values. And if, and if we don't do that, then our people are going to lose motivation pretty quickly because they're not going to understand why we're doing what we're doing. To get back to what you just talked about, we as humans need to have this higher calling in life. And we need to understand, we need to have a higher why. We need to understand our why. And if we have our why, we can, I think, it's from, I don't think I know, in this book, Man's Search for Meaning, Viktor Frankl talks about this. And I think he quotes someone else. Frankel says that he, he who understands his why can endure almost any how. So if, if we understand our why, we can, we can navigate the really hard times and, and, and maybe the, the, the boring tasks that are necessary to, to, to provide quality, compassion, dental care that transforms life. We can withstand the how if when we're training, we are always training in relation to our vision, mission, and values. Right. So everything, everything goes, has to point back to the why, you know, it, it, it can't be, you know, it, it can't be just because it's the rule of the organization. It's not, it's not, you know, the, the rule or, or the standard or the approach to your clinic is not pick up trash outside the clinic. Okay. Right. Why am I picking that up? Well, right. because it, 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 you know, it honors God, it improves our clinic, it, it improves the confidence of patients coming into our clinic. All, all, the, all the things that, that, that are, to your point, go back to the, to, the, to the higher level, the higher understanding. And so if we do that, then we have a better shot to connect with our employees. And so, so, how, so, so, we, so we start from the beginning and in our further future podcasts, we can dig a little bit deeper into some of the tools and resources and that sort of thing. But so we, we begin at the beginning with the why, you know, potential team members come in and, and we explain, this is why we do what we do. And then you walk through, this is kind of the what of your day to day and the how that would happen. 
when when somebody's on board as as part of the team, you've got a team of twenty five in in Ginger right now. How how do you maintain that um, that commitment to 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 mission that that connection to values? We we maintain it by living it every day. Um, as we said, it needs to drive everything we do. Everyone on our team needs to know our vision. We need to talk about it. It, it needs to be in our hearts. We, we just can't repeat it. We can't, we can't just memorize it. It needs to be on our hearts. And for me, I've always found the best way to do that is that, you know, I should be able to walk through our building and, and, and ask any member of our team how what they're doing right now relates to, to, to our vision as an organization and our mission as an organization. And they should be able to do the same, same with me. You know, if, if, if they see me doing something, they don't really understand why I'm doing it. They should be able to ask me why I'm doing this so that so, so that together we can have more and more a greater, deeper ownership and understanding of this collective vision and mission that, that we're all journeying towards. But it, it, as you said, it just can't be uh, a poster on a wall. It just can't be words on a website. It needs to be something that's in our hearts. It needs to be something that we can talk about and verbalize with each other and explain and, and, and really freely talk about in, in, in more than just a memorization way. Um, and, and, when, and when we get off track, which all of us inevitably do, myself included, you know, we need to correct and encourage each other and explain how, how maybe this certain behavior pattern that, 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 that we're, we're displaying is taking us away from our business that we're all chasing. So, so instead of like at work, if, if if you know I'm doing something wrong and, and someone catches me on it, it's it's not them like yelling at me saying, "Dr. Ryan, you're not doing your job. How dare you?" You know, blah 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 blah. It's, Dr. Ryan, we, we need you to help us achieve our vision. And 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 this behavior, the, the, the way you're talking to someone, is is hurting us collectively. And, and we're not going to reach our vision if, if if you're talking to people like this. Um, and and and. And that, that's how we encourage each other. That, that, that's how we correct substandard um, performance or, or, or behaviors that, 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 are, that are negatively impacting us. Is we, we need to correct not just the behavior itself, but explain why this is taken away from our mutually agreed upon vision and mission that we all set out upon you know, years ago. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's, it's one thing to say you are, you are not speaking kindly to a patient or you're not showing up on time or you know the behavior but but again that that's a short that's a short win right there in, in order to, to to move the person forward i mean if we truly want to help awaken the lives awaken the hearts rather of our employees we have to connect them to the why over and over again and so one of one of the um one of the the, the standard um, features we're going to have as part of this podcast is what we call leadership moment. Everything we do in, in, in at Hope Smiles is based upon this 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 bedrock of leadership development. So so we're talking today about mission, vision, values. Ryan, walk us through a time that you've seen one of your your leaders, one of the members of on your team, a team of twenty five there in, in in Jinja, that they they have lived out. The, the mission, vision, values, and you say, you know what, that is what it looks like. That is our mission. Sure. In play. Sure. Um, I'll, just, I'll just take the, an example from last week. Um, Dr. Susan, who's one of our public health dental officers, 
here on our team. Uh, she's right now in outreach in Golongo Village. Um, during, during our weekly meeting talk that we have, uh, she shared a, a story from the previous outreach that she was on in a place called Tangolo Peninsula, which is just a really remote area. Um, it's very isolated. Um, you can imagine it's a peninsula and there's not a lot of mobility around that peninsula. So, so for even us, for, for the people on Tangolo Peninsula to reach us here in Jinja, even though it's only like a 45 minute drive, it really, it might as well be, you know, in America from here, because, <laughs> because there's no way that the, the residents of that little village and in that area can access us because, because of the level of poverty there. So what do we do? We, we bring our mobile teams to them consistently once a quarter. And we've been doing that for a few years through partnership with an organization called Vision for Africa and the sponsorship of a dentist called uh, named Dr. Rainier Bleifer, actually in Switzerland. Um, but last week we, we were in our, our, our fourth quarter outreach and Dr. Susan was there and she was sharing a story um, that I think really personifies who she is uh, or exemplifies who she is as a leader. And uh, what, what, what Susan said, and in our weekly meetings, I always just encourage, I, I want to hear about you know, uh, how, how each of our people transforms lives every day. Cause that, cause that gives me motivation to keep, to keep working even harder and empowering more people. Sure. More people. Um, so what, what Susan said is at this particular outreach, um, you know, there's always a long queue. Usually we, we see about, you know, 60, 80 people a day between two dentists. When we have two dentists on our team and that, that, that's a, that's a really hard, hard working day. And, there was a lady in line and she had her son who's probably like five or six years old with her. And her son was obviously just really badly off. And, and, and Susan's not one to uh, exaggerate. And she said, it, it looked like he was dying. And, uh, and, and his mom was in line because you know, she was holding her face and she had a tooth that was really hurting her. Um, so what, what our team did, and this is what, what Susan was really proud of because Susan didn't necessarily initiate this. She, like, uh, uh, our, our frontline team member that was checking patients in um, actually initiated this where he saw that th this woman is suffering and more importantly, more urgently, almost ha had a son that was seemingly dying and uh, ushered her to the front of the line. Dr. Susan saw her and, and, and got to and remove the tooth that was causing her a lot of pain that couldn't be saved. And uh, more importantly, connected her with, 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 with the medical team that was here, that, that was nearby this mobile clinic, this mobile site that we were at. And what our team did was actually reach into their own pockets and pay for the medical fees, for, for the lab fees and the testing fees and the medical visit for this kid who was, you know, dying. And, and the diagnosis came back later that day that... Uh, he has really severe pneumonia and, and, and a really bad case of malaria. And uh, we reached into our pockets again and, and provided the appropriate medical care, um, appropriate treatment um, for, the, for, for this kid, which, uh, you know, the, unfortunately, the, the mom didn't, didn't have the resources to be able to pay for those things. And we returned to that out. And we actually go to this site for a day once every two weeks. We send one person out there. And two weeks later, that son, you know, this, this week was healthy and looking much stronger. And the mother just keeps calling Susan 
Like Susan says, hey, this woman won't stop, won't stop calling me because she's so grateful and, and can't believe that, that, uh, that someone would actually care for her and, 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 and not just, you know, work on her teeth, but care for her entire life, including her, her baby boy, um, as, as much as Susan did and as much as our team did. And I believe that that happened and that happens every day because we equip, empower, and develop talented and passionate local leaders to transform lives. Um, there's, there's incredible talent and, and incredible people here in Uganda. And there's, we know that's true all around the world. But too many times, it's just a simple lack of resources that, 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 that limits um, impact and transformation and, and, and the ability to, to use those, to develop those talents and, and have it result in, in, in the transforming of lives. And when I heard Susan tell that story, it just speaks on so many levels that Susan has trained the other people on our team to be able to, to, to respond to, to something like that, to a situation like that. So it, it's, it's, and certainly, you know, I got to know Susan initially and then we cast this vision and we've grown together in developing this, this vision and chasing this vision. So it's happened. So it's not just particularly me, you know, bringing Susan onto the team, but Susan also developing the next generation of leaders. And that's how this happens. It happens slowly by slowly, as we say here. And, and, we, and we do it um, together. We do it shoulder to shoulder. And we, we just turn people loose to be able to transform lives however they see fit. Well, the, because they are connected to the vision, because they understand the, the why in the organization, there's a comfort level, right? There, there's not a, oh, well, the, the, this child's not here for dental care, and so I'm not going to be concerned about his or her well-being. That's not on my list of things to do right now. Right. You know, because you have a team member whose heart is open and, and looking for ways to help, they recognize that this is, this is the most important piece of service that we can do this day. Right. I mean, it's, 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 it's great to, to, um, to be impactful in, in people's dental care, but, but this is a, a team member who saw a need that was even greater than that. And, and because of the, of the of the work of, of the team and the leaders of Susan, you know, that they felt comfortable sort of stopping everything and saying, no, 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 we need to focus on this at the time being. And then and then just the the outpouring of of love and support from the rest of your team to to fund the care, right? I mean, because it takes it takes tangible um resources to make that happen. And so it, 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 that's great, Ryan. Thanks. Thanks for sharing um, about your team and, and uh, it's pretty, pretty remarkable work by all. So, thank you. So, so tell me, so tell me then, you know, clearly your team has a, has a great connection to the work that they're doing, to the mission, to the vision, to the values. What, 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 what do we do? What does a what does a leader do? Um, if, if their team seems to have lost that, you know, we, we, we lose our way. We talk about it earlier, mm -hmm. you know, and we've all done it. You find yourself apart from where you want your team to be apart from where you believe that you're called. What, what, what do you do to, 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 to get yourself back to center on that? It's, 
I think you, you, we want to, as a team, we've structured our daily habits to try to cultivate hearts that are always centered around our vision. Um, right. So we, we, we've already talked about, so practically, what does that look like? Um, number one, we, we always want to, when, when we're training our people, we always want to train in relation to values, vision, and mission, as we've talked about. As, as we build relationships and we need to enforce the standards that are in place, we want to enforce the standards, not as like a boss, but as a leader, relating this, this, this standard we need to enforce in relation to our vision, mission, and values. Um, because and then inevitably, um, we are going to get off track, as you just said. Uh, we're all human. We all have egos. We all have feelings. Um, we're all dealing, you know, part of being on a team is dealing with different egos. Um, mine first and foremost, um, and, and, uh, one thing, one daily habit that we have here is we actually have a morning huddle where we actually read scripture and, and talk about it and talk about how it applies to our life and, and apply it to, to, uh, to our daily tasks here every day. So that, you know, inevitably with 25 people, not everyone is feeling great every day. Um, so we want we want to take that time to be able to to discuss and center to center our hearts on our vision, on the mission, on our values, which all most importantly, you know, flow from God's love, grace, and mercy that He's revealed to us through Jesus Christ. And with that daily discipline, we're able to encourage each other. We're able to 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 find balance, um, and we understand that that. Balance is necessary in all things um, because, okay, say, say Jeff, like all, all we do, all, if all we did all day was just uh, read scripture and, 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 and talk and, and philosophize and, 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 uh, and, and stare at our navels all day and, 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 and just, to just, you know, feel good about ourselves by talking and theorizing, um, you know, on vision and mission. But, but never acted that I don't think we're, we're, we're doing the thing God has called us to do. You know, it just becomes more about talk. Um, right. Also, faith, with, faith without works is dead, right? Right. Um, but, but also, you can also imagine in, in our situation, it's, you know, pretty easy with the need that's in front of us to become overwhelmed by it and focused on output. Um, so... We, we always, but, but also we need to have output because one, one of the, the tenets of our organization, as, as we talk about, is sustainability uh, right. and, and, and development. And that's one of our core values, actually. So we, we, we need to, to relate how production and output, um, quality production and output, compassionate production and output is actually the best production and output that's going to help us grow and serve more people. Um, so, so that's a long way of answering, you know, man, I, it's just a daily, it's just cultivating daily disciplines that are going to put us in a, in a place where our heart is centered around those things that we hold most dear. That well, not- I think, yeah. And, and I think though, so for, for folks who have maybe wandered a bit from that, they find themselves, you know, that they have, they have a great intent to do something meaningful in this world they, they 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 have a desire to do that or they're part of an organization that does and and they've lost a little bit of traction 
in doing that. I think kind of from what you're saying there, one, one of the most important things they can do is find a way to establish some, some true discipline in, in connection to the why, you know, and it's, it's maybe uncomfortable sometimes, or maybe awkward, you know, um, but, but if you find the way to be diligent in connecting yourself to the why, you know, for, for your team, it's the morning huddle. And, and that's, that's the, 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 the discipline that grounds you all in connecting to this. And so if, if you've wandered a bit in terms of your connection to mission, vision, values of your organization, I think what I'm hearing you say is, is find a way that allows you to, to create a little bit of rigor, a little bit of discipline related to connecting back to that. Absolutely. And, and also I would say, you know, if you are struggling, and everyone does. I do. Everyone on our team does. Um, I think that, that that's a sign that you're actually on the right path. Mm. Uh, because as, uh, as we've talked about already, uh, when, when establishing vision and mission and values that, that are actually worthwhile and meaningful, and that are going to echo through the generations and that are going to build the kingdom of God, it's always going to involve struggle and sacrifice. It's always going to be hard. It's, it's always going to point our hearts and, it, and it's going to make me recognize my own in, insignificance cosmically, honestly, before the magnitude of the task ahead. And, and really, you know, what that does is, is it continually points my heart towards my desperate need for God every day. And that if I try to do it on my own strength, which is almost always when I get off track, right? When, when, when I, I skip a couple of days of devotional, maybe, maybe I sleep in, you know, instead of waking up at four, I wake up at five 30 and, uh, and, and I just roll out of bed and come to work. And I, and I just try to power through the day on my own strength. That's when, that's when I get off track. And, and when I get back on track, cause I recognize my desperate need for God. And that's the whole point of this, right? It, it's, it's, it's to, it's to live that for that most important commandment to, to, Pick a, a big goal that's God honoring, that builds the kingdom of God, that we got to rely on Him for, that we got to depend on Him for desperately each and every day, and and then on that journey, we get to know God more. Exactly, and so so to sort of wrap things up for today, then for for this episode of the podcast, tell us a transformation story is is one of the things that. We want to make a centerpiece of, of what we do, what we share in this podcast. Walk, walk me through the story where, where all of this came together, where, <clears throat> where the mission and the vision and the values of, of the people in the organization, where, where, where it came together and, and we were able to collectively lean in and awaken the heart, transform the lives of, of a person who has come into your clinic. Tell us, you know, to sort of put a bow on things today, Ryan, walk us through, through one of those. Sure. Uh, I, I immediately think of a, of a guy named, uh, Joseph Sama, uh, who I met in town. And, uh, it's one of those things, one of the real gifts, uh, uh with the education that I've been given, the skills I've been given is that I can walk around town and know that if I see someone that's suffering, if I see someone that's obviously in pain and has shame related to their teeth, you know, shoot, we can help them. Um, so Joseph's a guy who was actually, he's a security guard and I would say hi to the security guards and talk to them a little bit, get to know them a little bit. And, uh, immediately right away, you notice 
he looks down at the ground when, when he's talking to you. Um, I, I, I like Joseph immediately because he has a really strong handshake, which I really respect strong handshake. And for everyone out there, man, a strong handshake goes so far in, in, in building relationships. It's, it's so impressive. Uh, but that's neither here nor there. Anyways, uh, Joseph, uh, obviously, he had really, you know, damaged front teeth due to decay. Um, and just to, you know, as I talked to him a little bit, I, I asked him, Joseph, do your teeth hurt you? And, and he said, yeah. Um, so he goes on to, you know, he, 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 like he's looking at the ground, looking at the ground, looking at the ground. And the thing about that moment is when, when you ask someone, Joseph, do, do your teeth hurt you? He looks up and he, and he looks and he looks you in the eye and he says, yeah. And, uh, you know, that's one of those moments that God, that, 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 Su that Susan was talking about that we discussed earlier that, that I got to experience is, is, you know what? Joseph's been struggling with this for years and he's been he's, he hadn't slept, you know, so many nights over the last few years. And, and whenever he tries to eat something, he's in pain and, and, you know what? Maybe God has placed us and given us this gift to be able to 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 transform Joseph's life. And and sure enough, you know, Joseph uh, took my card and he scheduled an appointment because uh, certainly he needed a lot of work, a lot of root canals, crowns, um, a, lot, a lot of really intense involved work, buildups, and uh, you know, took six, seven appointments. And uh, our team together was able to set up a payment plan where he could access it um, and, 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 you know, where he's, he's paying something, but it's certainly not, not a lot, probably the equivalent of about uh, $3 um, per, per visit for all this work. And with the support of the people listening to this podcast, we're able to transform his life. Um, but that, that last day when we delivered those crowns, um, it was a powerful moment. And, uh, and Joseph just started crying and, uh, Everyone in the room started crying, um, tears of joy, because it's been a long journey together. And here's a guy who is searching for something, who works so hard, who shows up for every appointment 20 minutes early and just wanted an opportunity for help. And, uh, and because we have an entire team, it's not just me. It's an entire team. I couldn't do that alone. It's our entire team that's empowered when we go throughout town to, to know that God's given us a gift. He's given us a platform to transform lives. And we're empowered to go out and say, hey, I just met you, but I, I, I think, I, you know, if you want, we can, we can help you. And God, God has equipped us to do so. And, uh, and over time, you know, Joseph's just, he's just one of our, one of our best friends now. And uh, I get to see him, you know, getting better work and living with more confidence. And, and he always talks about how, people can't believe he's the same person. They, they ask him if some kind of like witchcraft or something happened to him and it changed his smile. And he says, no, we just fired him with the hope smiles. And uh, that is, is, is all, that's what it's all about. And that's because we have a team that's focused on working together to not just fix a tooth, but to transform a life. Great, Thank, thanks Ryan. And, and if you want to learn more about how Hope Smiles transforms lives, how the, we make a difference uh, around the globe. I would encourage you to visit our website at www.hopesmiles.org. You can follow us on uh, social media, on, on Facebook and Instagram, Hope Smiles, and, and see more about stories like Joseph's and, and, and the 
the impact that, that this organization is having in his life. If, if there's, um, if there's a, a way that you might be interested in supporting us to come alongside us, like, you know, like Ryan said, that there is, there is opportunity in, in, in the Eastern part of Uganda where Ryan and the team serve, there is a um, population of about 9 million people last year, only 200,000 of those. So 2% of the population had access to dental care. If you want to help be part of the, of the, um, of the change in the, in that part of the country, I'd, I'd invite you to, to go to our website and, and support us. You can, sign up for emails you can learn more about what we do but i think that the opportunity ahead of us is is great and, and we would we need the support uh, of those who come alongside us to make that happen um thanks for joining us today if, if you haven't yet please subscribe to our podcast wherever it is that you um go subscribe to podcasts wherever uh, services that you use subscribe and when you're there if you could leave us a review um that's really helpful to us to help us expand the reach of, of the work that we're doing through this hope smiles podcast again have a great week thanks again ryan for joining us thank you jeff and, thank we you will, for listening. And, and and we will talk to you next time on the hope smiles podcast